Hey everybody, this is Anson Williams, and I'm going to be on Still Toking with on Dorkening Podcast Network. Be there. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. But thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a lot of fun. You have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet Films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. 
featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. Uh, happy Wednesday, everybody. You're watching Still Token With, and uh, my name's Leo. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. Otherwise, I've been told I've been upgraded to gorilla behind the keyboard. <laughs> uh, and I have an urge to sing uh, I Found My Thrill on Blueberry Hill, but I, I'm, I'm not going to torture you. Uh, but as always, Benjamin, how's it going, my friend? It's going well. It's going well. How are you? Doing great. Even better. We we have an awesome guest tonight. I'm so excited for this. Right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Jeffrey. Right? What's up? How's What's everybody up? doing out there? Doing great. Have doing fun? great. Always. Yeah. Yeah. How you doing, Leo? You having? Uh, was it a good day for you? Uh, busy day. Busy day. I'm 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 training for uh, something new. So it's uh, yeah. My my day's been like full packed so uh this year is i get to sit back relax and uh have some fun ben, excellent ben, ben keeps sending them all these links leo we need this for the show tonight oh hey leo we need this for the show tonight yeah like 10 minutes before yeah thank you <laughs> hey listen listen all i'm gonna say is when you are part of a show that runs for 10 years 11 seasons 255 episodes there's a lot of crap just with that Never mind everything else that this wonderful guest does. But I'm gonna I'm not gonna steal Jeff's thunder. I'm gonna I'm gonna let him make the announcement of the guest. Oh, we have a guest? Oh, I think so. <laughs> Unless yes, you scared um, him away. I wanna welcome uh Anson Williams. Oh my god, dude, you like were the biggest part of me growing up through my teenage years. Well, I'm so I was part of me too growing up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll Believe take it. that. Right, right. <laughs> I don't know, Jeff. I gotta hey, say, guys, guys, I want to tell you, your opening is longer than most network shows. All right. <laughs> I kept thinking my 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 thing was screwing up. I kept, I go, it's repeating itself, and repeating itself. I'm, I'm going, oh my god, you know, I haven't had this problem before. Other <laughs> <laughs> than that, it was, you know, very very clever. Yeah. Now, see, I'm on your side. More smoke than I've seen in, in California wildfires. <laughs> See, I, I made it that long because that gives us a chance to push on social media and, you know, gives everybody a chance to, like, settle in. And, uh, yeah, but I, I've heard this yeah. too long. Uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. Well, you know what? The okay, that's a good excuse. Let, can we go on now? Please? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Thanks, put, William. About that. Let's go. Move. Next. Nice. Now, the other show's about politics, so I really want to know, like, what do you think's right or wrong in the country at this moment? Oh, no, wait. You said don't do Okay, sorry. Right? <laughs> Yeah, you got that ass backwards. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that, guys. Okay. No, that's all right. So, um, <laughs> if if nobody Can goes, we get to a if, question, please. Come if, on, there, come on. if there's anybody out there that doesn't know, okay, you're looking at Potsy from Happy Days. Say that again, please. Say that again. You're gonna make me repeat myself. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so for all of those out there that don't know who this fine gentleman is, you will remember Potsy from Happy Days. You're best known as Potsy. But what a lot of says people who? don't, well, says me and my generation. Well, you know, that, you're, 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 you know that's, go, that's gone away. Let's talk to the millennials, man. That's what's happening. All right. I'd say, Ben, you're up, but you ain't no fucking millennial either. No, I'm, I'm just a old man. You too. How do you know? <laughs> Wait, you look at my license? Wait, you getting people's wallets now? <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah. it's uh it's, it's on, on. Yeah. it's on drink up yeah. 
I'm just trying to get into your show, guys. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. All right, so let's go. So um, uh, in about 25 words or less, tell me about your career in Happy Days. Fun. Oh my God! Hey, really? You set yourself up, dude. You set yourself up. <laughs> One word. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. All no. Right, all right. I just days, can't. No, I just can't. Great. Happy days. I mean, it was great as a young actor to get happy days, but more importantly, seriously, we had the fortunate opportunity of having Gary Marshall as our boss, and we learned much more than doing a television show. He he really set us straight. Uh, let inspired us to take the opportunity of being on a studio lot to learn a lot about the entertainment business. That's why most of us are still uh, involved, still working, because he was smart enough to inspire us to wear many hats. So it was really like a college and life lessons uh, with an amazing cast. I mean, Ron Howard, uh, Henry, Donnie, Mary, you couldn't get more down to earth, more giving, more loving. We're still good, good friends today, which is very unusual in, awesome. in a television show. Usually there's egos. We're Over 40 years we've been friends. And uh, so um, it's because of the show I was able to expand in so many areas of life, whether whether it be acting, directing, writing, product business, uh, entertaining. I mean, all that came from having a, a great mentor who uh, took the time to inspire and opened up the Fairmount lot, by the way. Um, people ask me, how did you learn to direct? Well, aside from being with one of the greatest comedy directors, Jerry Paris, uh, as far as other films, I was allowed to shadow Rome Polanski when he, when he was doing Chinatown on the back lot. I was able to shadow uh, John Schlesinger when he was doing Day of the Locust. I was able to shadow uh, the director of Grease, all the, all the musical numbers. So I constantly, it was it was like film school every day. You know, I was able to be this young punk asking questions, and, and Gary made that all available to us. And um, so basically, you know, Happy Days, it, it was really a way, it was it, it, it matured me. Uh, it, 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 it made me, yes, a, a better artist, but it made me a better person, too. That's 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 incredible. Yeah, I mean, and like you said, it's true. rare. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, the no, cast, awesome. like he said, the cast that you got to work with on Happy Days is just, oh, my God, so many big, big names, you know, including the late Pat Morita. I mean, oh, Pat. I mean, Pat, you want to talk about breaking the glass ceiling. Pat Morita, you know, and Gary really brought him into it. He started yeah. on the odd couple. That's where Gary, you know, knew him. And they brought him into Happy Days. And um, it's so funny because Pat. Um, his first big break as a headliner for, for in comedy was in Hawaii. He was living in Hawaii at the time, and there was this huge convention, and it was honor of Pearl Harbor survivors. And there's Pat, a Japanese guy, headlining. Gives okay. Well, that's letter. cool. And and for Pat, he killed. He killed, and they loved him. And he was always one to be able to just you know get away from race and color, and and it was and it was a huge influence. I mean, I was actually fortunate enough uh, on a particular series to be able actually um, direct Pat before he passed away. And it was wonderful wonderful being able to be with him for a week and just, just have that closeness and have that creative, you know, uh, collaboration and just and just have his heart and his history and and, and his and his soul with me, you know, for that time. I mean he's just he's just uh I miss him but he, but, but I miss him but when I think of him I laugh. I just I <laughs> right, just, just right. see the best of times and the funniest times. So every every day he gets um, he's more alive, not less alive. Right. Right. One second. I have to open the door. Go for it. No worries. Okay. <laughs> I want to remind everybody. Do we have uh, a special guest? I'm right back. There we go. Hello. Okay. I was expecting a special guest or something that just arrived. Um, yeah. So what about it? What? You know, you want, you want to know more? 
Let's go. Well, well, spe on. speaking about you, just real quick, want to remind everybody we got a bunch in the links in the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us, and uh, a lot of information on Anson. Uh, and uh, yeah, there we go. I, I did my spiel. You can continue. <laughs> so I'm going to take over real quick here. Um, so we did touch a little bit on Happy Days, which is part of how you launched your career. But you, like you mentioned, you went into directing, mm -hmm. and you directed a lot of really cool stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the list is pretty long. Yeah, yeah. And some of, not so cool stuff. Like what? Says who? Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, hey, even the after-school specials were cool. Yeah, I never watched after-school specials. Me. Even the happy, even the after-school, even like you're, you're demeaning those things. Oh no, no, no! Let me tell you, sir. <laughs> okay, those were important shows. Those shows actually had a huge had a huge effect on the country. Thank you for doing your homework and really understanding what you're talking about. Can someone else interview me, please? <laughs> really, I'm insulted. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I'm just going to run yeah, through so this real up. quick. What, what, what? All right, I'm going to I'm just going to run through this question? real quick. Come on, no, please. actually, it's not a question; it's a statement. So you want to sit back and listen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this is what I grew up watching, and these you were on all of these shows: Laverne and Shirley, Marcus Welby, yeah. uh, Love Boat, Fantasy Island. Really, that was like my Friday nights: Love Boat and Fantasy Island. And you were involved in those. I watched you on those shows. Why? Because you didn't suck that bad. Good, that's why. You didn't suck that bad. I watched those shows and I went, Anson, you're going behind the camera. That's it. Yeah, okay. I'm going to have to sit back and I'm going to have to think about this one for a minute. Right, right. Uh-oh. But some of the shows that from the other side of the camera where he directed, he did some episodes for Beverly Hills 90210. Star Trek Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Xena, I mean, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Charmed. What haven't, yeah. you, what haven't you done? Um, not much. I know what he hasn't done. I don't he know. Hasn't... I haven't done a lot. I've, You've I've done, done a done shitload, Every, dude. Everything is, uh, everything is, uh, you know, everything is, is, you know, the challenge for the day and you move forward. There's always, and especially in entertainment, we're storytellers. So right. you, you always want to go to the next story. So it's not, it's not so much what haven't you done. What I haven't done is stopped up. There's more stories to tell. You know, there's more challenges to me. Um, I, I've never been one to like, I've never been one to like put my hat on the past. Oh, look, it's, I always, every new, every new challenge, it's like I've never done it. Brand new. Right. And then you finish it, let it go. Someone gave me some amazing advice years ago, uh, which I live by. And he said, Anson, and by the way, this guy wasn't in show business, but he was a major business player. And he said, Anson, um, we all, we, you, we have this fire. You want to make it. You have this fire. Something's pushing you. And he said, that's good. That's good. You're supposed to be there. You're in it. And he paused and he said, but never, ever be of it. It's what you do. It's not who you are. If it's ever who you are, it's over. Life's over. You're hiding behind it. Whether it's, whether it's being a movie star or a businessman or a mother or a drug addict, you know, you're hiding behind something. He said, it's what you do. It's not who you are. He said, and boy, that was strong advice. That is so, like that, that. That's solid Every right there. New, every day yeah. is new. Every show is different. The path wonderful. The path gives you the experience to move forward. Wow. So like like Leo said wow. at the beginning of the show, we are streaming on 12 plus platforms uh, and multiple other pages. So if there's questions out there, get them in the chat yeah, or totally. forever hold your peace because otherwise we're going to have to listen to Jeff keep asking <laughs> questions. Well, <laughs> all right. Well, fuck you. Wow. 
Leo, you know what I, mean? I, I know Leo's got. I, I do. I just was letting letting you guys. I got, a, I got a question for our, for our viewers. Why? I'm just. What do you mean? Why? Well, you know oh, what? Just Save just... your question for later. Let, let's let's <laughs> let's get to the the, the meat of it. Uh, I read that you had to uh, uh, re-interview uh, for your role as Potsy. Yeah, well, more than more than uh, interview, uh, a lot of people. <clears throat> they don't realize that there were two pilots for Happy Days. And the first one, um, Ron was in it, I was in it, Marion Ross was in it, but there was a different Mr. Cunningham and a different uh, Joni. No no Fonzie, no Ralphie. It was a much softer show. Very nicely, very nice pilot. They swore it was going to sell. It didn't. They played it off in Love American Style, and then that was it. I went back to playing the concerned boyfriend. A year later, American Graffiti comes out. Big hit. Uh, Grease is on Broadway. Big hit. Happy Days, I mean, uh, ABC said, didn't we? Do a, a pilot called Happy Days. Maybe we should do another pilot, but make it more like graffiti. You know, uh, you know, stylize it differently. So I get a call from my agent, and I thought, well, oh, I'm just going to do it again. And the network thought we might be too old, so they auditioned numbers of people again, and then screen tested about 12 duos, Potsy and Ralph duos, and uh, we had to screen test this time. And we got the parts again. And what's interesting was Donnie, Donnie auditioned and screen tested for Potsy. They liked him so much, they created Ralph Gordon. Uh, yeah. And also, a lot of people don't know us, considering the first pilot. You know, John Travolta owes me 10% of his entire career. I swear to God. 10% of every dime ever. You hear that, John, made. if you'll listen in. I can say that on this show. I love it. Fucking made. You know why? You really want to know why? Do you want to not want to know why John Travolta? owes me, A.W., 10% of his career, every penny ever made. I'll tell you why. I will tell. I'm dying to know. <laughs> well, just relax. Greece. Greece was um, at the Dorothy Chandler, one of the theaters of downtown. The Amis and Dorothy Chandler Pavilion. But, and, and John was in the um, National Cup. However, not playing the lead, playing Dewey. Which is a guy that goes, you know, what's that playing on the radio? Ba ba ba, right? And it was kind of a, kind of a soft, kind of like insecure character. So they, so first, first pilot, they thought uh, he'd be great. So he auditioned for Potsy, and I got it. I saved his ass. Could you imagine if he didn't get Barbarino? Do you know where his career would be? Shit is what it would be. On the ABC list for pilots, they gave him Barbarino. He owes me. The man owes me for winning that part. Tell you, that's it. I hope it gets out there. Somebody tell him. Somebody remind him. I see. I see I your future. I see a future show, maybe like six months from now, where we have Anson and John on here going at it, <laughs> <laughs> like celebrity no, deathmatch. No, he'll be give, he'll be he'll be just giving me accolades. Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I just oh, that's awesome. So, uh, how many people actually know Poxy's real name in Happy Days? Uh, lots. Do they? Yeah, lots. Warren Weber? Oh, yeah. My wife didn't know that. Well, I'm and we watched teacher. it every day. I am day. not coming. I am not coming. Huh. Mrs. C always called me Warren. True that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Next question. Next. Let's roll it along. <laughs> <laughs> the, the humor's dying. Well, well, okay. So, speaking of humor, uh, I read that uh, you said the script for Robin Williams' episode was like the worst you've ever read. Yes, but it turned out to be an amazing episode, and I, I, I hear you got a great story about that. Well, it's it's amazing because um, uh, what, what, you know, Happy Days started one camera like a movie. <clears throat> Two and a half seasons in, it switched to a three camera live audience show, and. Um, 
On Mondays, we would read the script for the following week so they could rewrite it. And then we'd read the script for the week we're shooting, right? We're rehearsing. So we're in there and we get this script more for more. And I mean, Henry, who's the most polite guy in the world, threw it on the floor. It was it was unreadable. It was so bad. And Gary's saying, don't worry, we've got a week, we'll make it right, we'll make it, don't worry. So we forget about it, read the script for that week, and, and then we rehearse and we do that week show. Next week, we read the script for the following week, it's fine. Then we read the, the script, Mork to Mark, or which we're shooting that week. And it's worse. It's unreadable. Absolutely unreadable. It is so off and stupid and corny. Ugh. And uh, they cast them... <laughs> guest star playing more. Now, we rehearsed Monday, we rehearsed Tuesday, you rehearsed Wednesday. Um, Wednesday um, is when the writers come in and we do a run-through for them. And uh, Thursdays, by then it's over, it's camera blocking day. You're there, just, just, they just camera block the script, right? We run it through for the writers for another little bit of a rewrite. Friday, you're there to do the run-through in the show. So basically after Wednesday, your week's done. We do the run-through Wednesday, and the actor, I'm not saying he's a bad actor. He was just doing the bad part, the bad, just reading the lines and didn't bring anything to it. He quits. He quits after the run-through. Walks away. Done. Uh, Gary Marshall says, uh, does anybody know a funny Martian? Al Molinero, played, you know, Al, said, um, there's this kid in um, Harvey Lembeck's workshop called Robin Williams. Really funny. And then Ronnie Hallam, Gary's sister, who was in the casting, said, oh, I heard of him. He was in the new, he was in the new uh, Laughing that failed, but, but he, he seems funny. Bring them in. So Thursday, camera blocking day. We're blocking the worst script, the, one of the worst shows in history. And I get in, I get in there um, um, a little late because I wasn't in the first few scenes, so I didn't have to get there for a couple hours. I get, I get in, and you never see a writer on the set. There's the whole writing team is there like this. And Jerry Paris runs over to me. He's a genius. He's a genius. He's a genius. And there's Robin Williams improving the whole entire show. The whole show. Wow. And the writers are just writing down everything. He's just so, so by Friday night, it was one of the best shows in Happy Days history. I watched Robin Williams on his feet three, Nanu Nanu, stand on his head, everything spontaneously in like ten seconds. Yep. That's and, crazy. Uh, this, the audience that night, when that could not, those 300 people, the world didn't know him yet, but they could not stop applauding. They could not stop stomping. And Gary uh, Gary was able to talk to Fred Silverman, who just come over. And over the phone, uh, he bought 13 episodes of Mork and Mindy. Um, Gary had worked with Pam Dauber in a pilot, liked her. And he, he, just, he created this show out of an accident, a total accident, circumstantial. Wow. And uh, there you have it. Wow, that's actually really yeah. awesome. Right. There you have it. I mean, who would have known? Who thought right everything everything really good we find is generally created from an accident yeah you know or um, was it an or was it an accident i mean maybe pretty amazing maybe. you start right. looking you start looking at the steps you go whoa you know oh, yeah. that's it's when good. circumstances dictate yeah yeah Absolutely. sometimes circumstances might not be that circumstantial <laughs> right don't say it it's like pretty 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 interesting. Pretty interesting. Yeah. So, so Happy Days. You know, I grew up with it as well. Absolutely loved it. Phenomenal show. But you know, you have Mork and Mindy that also spawned from it. Laverne and Shirley. Was there any other shows that spawned from it? There were a lot. Uh, not um, Joni Joni Loves Chachi spawned from oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Out of the Blue spawned from it. Uh, Blanche's Beauties. Oh, I, I I don't know if Angie did or not. I don't yeah. remember if Angie spoke from it or not. I don't remember. I know Out of the Blue, Blanche's Beauties, Laverne and Shirley, Mork and Mindy, um, Joni Loves Chachi. I think that's about it. Oh. You know. Could um I know good question Leo I know well you know it's I know uh, Charles in charge uh, 
he had the same mother in I both thought shows. I we talking politics. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> could that be con- that is that a spinoff of like Joni Loves Chachi because it was the same mother in Happy Days and in Charles in Charge no was it no I thought it was the same no you mean same mother from Joni Loves Chachi no, same mother from Happy oh, Days you mean, you mean, oh oh oh, oh. Uh, Hello, yeah it was uh, let me I'll find it on IMDb oh yeah here he goes no he's shit. he's going Google Yep, he's gonna hey, find this shit. Yeah. Where, where, hey Siri, mother on Charles in Charge. <laughs> where can they find out more about our amazing uh, guest? Definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. We're gonna play a uh, quick commercial. Uh, which yep. one should I play? Uh, prospect. What Charles in Charge? I'm gonna look it up while it's playing. You're showing. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like waiting. Oh. I'm on the edge of my seat. All right, play this commercial. Silence this dude for a minute. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold what? on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep it up, Jeff. I mean, I will contact his agent and give him your home address. Oh, that's okay. I'm just saying. I'd love to meet him. Oh, no, no, no. I'll have him mo- mail you some poop in the mail. You know, you can do that now. Oh. Those people you don't like. What, what in the mail? What? Say that again? Oh, you can mail people animal feces in the mail in a paper bag. Oh, you can? Oh, yeah. For those tell- people you- oh, they legalize that? <laughs> I don't know if it's that. Hey, Leo, Time push well the button. Spent, man. Time well spent. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, he's going Google. I yeah, am. Who's to I say am. it's animal feces, huh? How do they really know? True. Ooh. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Oh, this is really good, but I love this quiet time. <laughs> right, right? Well, we're all looking at Leo. It's like, uh, okay. Like, your boat, no. Everybody. No, no, we're good. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that song. I don't know that oh, song. I love it. One thing that uh, people may or may not know is that you actually produced a song during Happy Days that hit the top 100. Oh, I, yeah, I did. I, I actually, with, with uh, Chelsea Records, yeah. Had a, had a record deal for a while. Right, I actually right. sang for a lot of years, sang for a lot of years, you know, state fairs, amusement parks. And then finally got into uh, Paris, Reno, and Tahoe, and, and Resorts International, and Atlantic City, yeah. Wow. So for over a decade after the show, I was able to uh, take people out and keep performing. <laughs> did, did I get a thumbs up, Leo? What was that for? I was right. His mom on Happy Days was Ellen Travolta, uh, who also played uh, Lillian in Charge in Charge. I don't know if it's the same character. Charge, Charge in Charge? Charles in Charge. Okay. You know, I, I confused it. I, I no, I, I confused it because I said the mom on Charles in Charge. Yeah. But it is, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Well, as long as, we, as, long as we know who won. I just, I just have one question for you, Leo. Yeah. What the hell does that have to do with our guest? I, I was trying. It doesn't Were you have dork- anything. Why are you dorking out of politics here? I don't get it. He was dorking. Yeah, well, I was, was thinking, dorking. I was thinking of like, you know, shows that spawned from the Amazing Happy Days. Uh, that had nothing right. to do with Happy Days. Nothing. Well, it, it, it was like, you know, the six degrees of, you know, it was, uh, you know, Scott Baio goes. There was, there, was some, there was some very small percentage of continuity there. Exactly. Exactly. Right, listen, like way small. Yeah, like like, like like you know how you can tie in just about every sitcom show or any show into like Saint Elsewhere. Hey, listen. There wasn't a yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> we have a lot. We have a lot. Of Here we go. I'm I'm gonna play fact. the ad. I'll be right back. Yeah, can we go to commercial? Right. Go. Can we go to commercial, please? Hey, Joe. Hey, 
Did you know around 83% of Americans with disabilities are unemployed? We are changing that. The Prospector Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit dedicated to providing competitive and integrated employment for adults with disabilities through the operation of a first-run movie theater in Richfield, Connecticut. We greet, seat, and treat our audiences to the best, most accessible movie-going experience in the world. Hollywood blockbusters, delicious gourmet popcorn, and one-of-a-kind pink glove service. Join us for a movie and see our sparkle in action. For more information or to purchase tickets, visit www.prospectortheater.org. There we go. I do have information. You know, I'm impressed. I am impressed. People actually pay for commercial spots on your show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God. wow. That would have been nicer. Wow. Jeez, just, if I could get up and walk out right now. <laughs> Uh, so, so we do also have a couple other clips. We have uh, harvest time, and also I'm gonna wash my hands. Which, which, which uh, is there any? They're they're, they're uh, dramatically different, wouldn't you say? They they are. They well, but also equally entertaining, right? Which would you like first? So I can. I, I can think. Give the I think we should do uh, wash your hands first. There. Okay, wash your hands. This started with the, uh, you know, with the pandemic, and parents are having a hard time teaching their kids to wash hands, just do the protocols. And there was a, a song that I had sung on Happy Days called um, Pump Your Blood. It became kind of a, very iconic and became the song in every biology class, and every anatomy class in the country. They would play that clip, because it was, even if everything was true about the anatomy. And a way, so I, I called the writer of that, who's a huge award winner, songwriter is it can we change the lyrics to wash your hands can we change the lyrics for kids and that way it'll be a familiar song might get some social media attention and might really help parents and classrooms and everything else so we uh so together we put together this little video and he uh he changed the lyrics i read i redid the song and here it is hi everybody my age in the world this corona thing is scary so there are two things in the song to remember Wash your hands, don't touch your face. Here's how to remember. I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash, wash, I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash, wash, I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash my hands. This virus, it's just nasty, gets in your lungs and heart. Good news, we can beat this thing if we just play it smart. If you just do these two things, all scientists agree. Number one, just wash your hands and sing along with me. I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash, wash, I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash, wash, I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash my hands. I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash, wash, I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash, wash, I'm gonna wash, I'm gonna wash my hands. I'm making an art of six feet apart, I'm a hugger, this isn't my style. Sometimes I think we're gonna blink and remember these days with a smile. Second trick, you'll never get sick. It's simple, but it's true. Just don't touch your pretty face. That's all you need to do. Not gonna touch, not gonna touch, touch, not gonna touch, not gonna touch, touch, not gonna touch, not gonna touch my face. Not gonna touch, not gonna touch, touch, not gonna touch, not gonna touch, touch, not gonna touch, not gonna touch my face. Can't get it out of your head now, huh? See you around the block. That was cool. That was cool. That was really cool. 
works, right, guys? It works. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because now it's stuck in my head. <laughs> well, that's what it's that's supposed to do. Right? Yeah. So you said you had a, another clip. Um, because we're leading into into bigger things, folks, so don't go anywhere. There's a lot of uh, really interesting facts that you may or may not know about our guest. If you do know, I want to see somebody pop, pop it in the chat if you know what we're talking about. Probably don't. So uh, what was the other one you had there, Leo? Uh, well, I also have the harvest time, and then there's one where I need to do a share in order to bring it up uh, for the drops. Yeah, we'll get into the drops after okay. harvest time, because I think that's something that we really want to talk a lot about. Yeah. Oh, totally. I, I, yep. w I wish I knew about these, you know, earlier. You know, yeah. And that's why I said that, and, you know. Sorry. Um, Sorry, tell Leo. Us, tell us a little bit about harvest time, Hanson. Well, harvest time, it's interesting. <clears throat> it's, it's actually a pilot. It was pi the pilot is like take two. Harvest time, like the series is take two. It's basically, the idea was take two iconic duos. Uh, like like Ralph and Potsy, right? Same, put them in a totally different venue, drama, you know, and in, 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 in parts they never would guess people would play and see if it works, see if you've been accepted. The same chemistry, the same different relationship in a different genre. And, uh, and so I had the opportunity with Don to do this. It's very, it's, it's going to be difficult to see the whole show with these short clips, but it was written by a Broadway uh, writer named Fred Stoppel, brilliant, brilliant dark comedy writer. Um, I was fortunate enough. I was, I, I started with Don, but I was fortunate enough to direct it. And uh, it was very challenging because it's literally two people in a room, and I'm, and I'm in a situation where I can't move out. Of, I can't leave a chair. Right. So how do you make it exciting? How do you make it work? And I'm very, and honestly, I'm. I'm Incredibly proud of the show. Um, we've entered it now in five out of five out of five film festivals. Accepted it. Three now have given out the awards, and we've won awards in, in all three. Wow! And, they, and then nice. usually you'll, you'll, you'll take a, <clears throat> you go in festivals, and maybe you'll get one or two out of twenty submissions. Um, we've got five out of five, and, and, we're, and there's there's probably ten more that just went in. So uh, it's catching fire, and, and people understand it. And I'm just so uh, grateful because it was, it was a big collaboration to get this done right but um and we shot it and uh we rehearsed like crazy i won't get in all the technical but i shot it a day and a half and um wow. and uh and and, and, it, and gosh it can't it's called harvest time when it does come out hope people see it because it's very oh. funny at the same time poignant uh, right you know it's 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 intelligent it's surprising i mean i'll, I'll tell you right now there's a lot of vanity but that's the character um, right right but let's see if you accept don and i in, in a different role okay here we go yeah. i was going to mention Got another offer. That's, that's great. Really? Offer for what? My kidney. Another offer? Yeah, some guy wants it for his son. Somebody else wants your kidney. Uh-huh. How the fuck did that come about? I don't know. Kid needs a transplant for some reason. I didn't inquire into the specifics. None of my business, really. I don't know. How did it come about this guy asked you about a kidney? I mean, were you just in some conversation? And he just suddenly blurts out, hey, I want your kidney? No, he saw it on the internet, I assume. Internet? Yeah, yeah, I, I put it on eBay. He must have seen it. You put my kidney on eBay? Hey, my kidney. Yeah, I was wrong, Billy. I mean, I thought you finally turned around. I thought you finally turned into a human being. Oh, was I wrong. You're that same scammer. Fuck. And, and this one's going to backfire on you just like all the other times. But I'm not going to be there this time. I'm not going to be around. You know why? I'm going to be fucking dead. See, this is why I hate coming here. You're always so fucking negative. You promised me. Oh, promised. Promised. 
You promised me you'd give me your Tom Seaver 1967 rookie card, oh, didn't you? Geez. Didn't you? Instead, you gave it to Danny Morley, your, your best friend in the world, who wound up stealing Allison Steinberg right out from under your dick. You remember that? All right. You reneged. You fucked me over. You hear me crying about it? Do you hear me harboring any resentment? No. No, I go forward. You can't live in the past. Oh, man. G Jesus, don't start crying again. Oh, come on, Mikey. Come on, it's gonna be all right. You fucking prick! Hey, watch it, you're spilling my beer. You promised me that kidney, and I'm fucking taking it. What are you gonna do? Cut it out or something? Hey, hey, Amy, could you bring us out a steak knife, please? Hey, which one do you want? The left one, the right one? Get the fuck out of here. So let me ask you a personal question. Does this, you know, with all the medication and everything, does this interfere with uh, you and Amy, uh, you know, doing whatever. What kind of shit is that to ask? Hey, I said it was a personal question. None of your fucking business. All right, fair enough. Jesus. No, 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 I respect that. The privacy of marriage, I get it. But I think it's a shame that we can't talk about such things, you and me, because of our maleness. Because women get together, they talk about anything. You ever see sex in the city? Jesus Christ. They're talking about uncircumcised dicks and cervical mucus and every fucking thing. And I'll tell you a secret. I wouldn't fuck any one of them. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't, I couldn't stop laughing. Oh, my God. I seriously Now, you have to wait. understand, you put together these clips from all over the place. That's not the sequence of the show. But you get the idea, right, guys? Oh, yeah. It, it's, oh, it's, yeah. What we, it's what we call a teaser trailer. So uh, I guess you're going to have to pay attention to what Anson's doing and wait for it to come out because I'll tell you right now, I'm definitely going to want to watch that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or look well, for it I in mean, uh, film I mean, festivals. I thought, you know, how good was Don? Huh? And um, it kind of puts us in a whole different era, arena, doesn't it, guys? It does. It does. Yeah, yeah, it does. I, think yep. I said that backstage. I said I never in a million years would have thought that Anson and Don would have had characters like that based on yeah. the past. But he even says it. It was know, awesome. The past is the past. I caught that line. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we, we have a ton of people watching, a ton of comments coming in. Um, one I wanted to pick up on real quick was uh, Jonathan Abrams says, Anson, Ted McGillney says hi. Oh, my God. Please say hi back. Oh, my God. Ted, so, Ted McGillney is the greatest, just the greatest guy. And what an amazing athlete he is. Wow. Yeah. Right. So being, being on sets, now we're going to go more into a serious area. Being on sets long hours and, you know, you're talking 15, 16, 17 hours on sets filming, directing. Um, you had an unfortunate event that actually sparked something amazing. Excuse me? Every, everybody just stopped. You, you got to give me uh, give me a little more background. Oh, oh. You had an unfortunate Dr. event. Ding, ding, ding. I thought you said <laughs> unfortunate event. Well, okay, you, you, didn't, you, okay, were, you were let driving set, home. Let me hear. Let, let me set it up for you. Answer. I heard <laughs> that um, something incredible happened on the set that to this day is saving millions of lives. Is that true? Oh, that. Oh, I get it. Okay. Well, thanks for the question. Um, you know, my, my <laughs> second cousin, my second cousin, 
I love how you can be a but dick. But I call him husband since I was born. Was Dr. Heimlich, creator of the Heimlich maneuver? Yes. Okay. And we we're very close. And during Happy Days, he the Heimlich maneuver was you know he was promoting it, but he was having a very difficult time getting any national attention. He would get some regional you know this and that, but the Red Cross was against it, and it was politically uh, there was something really going on that was in conflict with the Red Cross. Um, Dr. Heimlich was an actor, and so the Red Cross no. It saved lives, refused to promote it, still telling the um, public slap on the back. And it was really, and, and, and honestly, demeaning the maneuver. And he was having a hell of a time getting any traction. And, um, and he, he, he was visiting me on the set one morning at Paramount. And I didn't have a lot to do that day. You know, we were, we're, and we're rehearsing, so we didn't have makeup and all that. It was during, you know, the three-camera time. And uh, he, uh, the phone rang on the set. It was the Merv Griffin show. And I had done the show a few times before. And someone had dropped out of the show for that night, that night's taping. And they asked if I would come on last night. I would sing a song. And and then I'd be interviewed by Merv. And I thought, wow, what a great opportunity. Maybe I can convince Merv to book, book Dr. Heimlich on national television to do the Heimlich maneuver, as naive as I am. So, because, you know, you're just one of many guests that, that night. So we go to, I, we leave, you know, get done, go back, get ready to do the show. Uh, Hank, Dr. Heimlich comes with me. We get there, and uh, I ask to see Merv. Well, he's in meetings, he's busy. I rehearse the song, he's still busy. The producer comes in to, to kind of go over what I'm talking about that night. He's still busy. Basically, did not get a chance to speak with Merv. So I thought, well, it was a shot. So they take Dr. Heimlich and give him a nice seat in the audience. And the show starts. And I wasn't first up. Um, I, I don't, maybe first, second, second, third, something like that. Anyway, my turn. I sing the song. Uh, I sing the song. Now, at the end of the song, there's a break while, while they sit you down next to Merv. So I had a bit of time for an elevator pitch about the Heimlich maneuver. And I, and I just started, Dr. Heimlich, da, 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 da. and he stopped me. He said, you know, I, I, and he actually had read something about it. So I read something about that. It was very interesting. And I, yeah, and then the lights come up. Dick Carson, Johnny Carson's brother, director of the Merv Griffin show. And even Dick Carson didn't realize what was going to happen. Lights come up. Merv says, God, thank you, Anson. By the way, Anson just told me something interesting. Is there a Dr. Heimlich in the audience? Dr. Heimlich stands up, interviews him about the Heimlich maneuver, has him come on stage spontaneously, does the maneuver on Merv, saves lives that night like crazy. The, the Carson the Carson booker happened to see it. He was on Johnny Carson two weeks, three weeks later. And that was it. It blew up around the country. That's amazing. Was, I don't know if it wasn't now, if it wasn't, but Gary Marshall <laughs> creating Happy Days and Henry Winkler being so hot that, that it stayed on the air. And run, if it wasn't for a combination of all these folks on Happy Days, and, which put me there, I don't know. I don't know how long it would have taken the Heimlich Maneuver to get to, to trigger out. I don't know. But but Happy Days is a big part of why it did. And very few people know that. That was one of the interesting facts we were talking about earlier, folks. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, that, that's, that's just amazing. Amazing. Um, so but, let's let's. Can we talk about alert drops? I was just yeah. going there. This is very well. This is very important. Uh, again, it's Dr. Heimlich. Years ago, uh, I was directing. I mean, many too many years ago. I was directing a show called Slap Maxwell with Danny Coleman, and we were out uh, shooting in the desert outside of, outside of L.A. It was still driving distance, but it was you know just blazing hot. And you don't get a lot of sleep when you're directing shows. And I was dehydrated, and I fell asleep at the wheel driving back home just for just for a few seconds, but enough to go off the road almost in the desert. Thank God there weren't cars oncoming, so I didn't hurt anybody. I didn't hurt myself, but I could have, and it scared the hell out of me. And I told Dr. Heimlich about it. And one thing about Dr. Heimlich, he was a, a well-learned man in basic ways. He knew how the body helped the body. And he said, he, he told me, he says, Anson, have cut up lemons with you. When, 
whenever you feel exhausted, bite into it. He said the citric acid sour lemon will hit the lingual nerve on top of your tongue, which is part of the trigeminal. But right there, he said once it hits it, the reflex reaction of the body, it's adrenaline. You're up, you're instantly, nothing in your system. It's, he said it's no different than going to the doctor and they're doing your reflexes, you know, your arms, your legs. Mm -hmm. Same thing, he said there's re reflex sensory connection in tongue and brain. So I do that, get tired, ooh, I was like, ooh, up and alert, instantly. So it, it never had the problem again because of that. Years later, I went into the product business. I love creating problem-solving products, much as entertainment. And I was reading about not only um, drowsy driving, which, by the way, guys, I hope everyone out there listening to this is going to save lives. I don't think people realize just how catastrophic it is. There are more deaths deaths, tragedy, on and on, um, tw twice the amount of medicated and drug driving combined. Drowsy driving, twice the amount of deaths, twice the amount of tragedy through drowsy driving. It's just under guns, man. It's a pandemic of, of exhaustion and of tragedy. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then also, this country is in a state of exhaustion. Kids up all night studying, all, you know, drinking all this crap, going to the hospital with, you know, with, the, with, with too much of this and too much of that. People, people in the workplace, do, you know, making mistakes, bad accidents happen, all from exhaustion. And basically what we need is instant clarity. Not putting crap in your system, that doesn't work. Even caffeine, guys, takes 20 minutes to take effect, and you need too much of it to even get the result. And then your, your whole sleep pattern is screwed up. So it's a merry-go-round mm -hmm. of exhaustion. So I have this idea. I called Dr. Heimlich. I said, listen, instead of biting into a lemon and being a citric acid, sour lemon water, um, can't we do a spray job? Like, what if we just spray it right on top of the tongue instead of biting in, into a lemon? He goes, oh, my God. He got very excited. Promised me to do it. Said, he said, you will save more lives in the Heimlich maneuver. He said, more people are exhausted than choking. And he said, and he said mm -hmm. it will be twice as strong as a lemon because if you're hitting you're getting full citric acid full sour lemon action bam right on right on the top of your tongue so with the help of dr heimlich we invented alert drop all natural basically a super powered lemon and you get it and you're, you're, you're feeling a little of this a little of that and let me tell you man it works go to alertdrops.com read the testimonials this is not baloney this thing works and will save your life your husband will come home your wife will come home your kids will come home your friends will come home it's one little simple simple spray all because of Dr. Heimlich. You feel exhausted, you go like this. Ooh, whoop, you're up instantly. Alert, the adrenaline's flowing, <clears throat> and you can get home safely. You're not going to veer off. You know, it's, it is so effective and so important. Forget the money. Everybody needs this in their pocket. Every, for all the time. We, we, um, we during the height of the pandemic, uh, this group for, for the front, for the health, our heroic frontline healthcare workers, we donated thousands to them. They call That's and awesome. ask for it because they had 17, 16 hour days. We donated thousands of alert jobs. So, you know, again, this product, this product will save a lot, will, pre will prevent tragedy, save lives simply, easily, and, and naturally, and won't affect your sleep pattern, won't do any of that. It just, it, it will, it will, it, but, but it will stop you from making an unnecessary mistake. And I tell people too, and, and like this little bottle here has over 80 sprays that lasts over a month. It's less than two Starbucks, right? right? <laughs> but, I, but I tell people if you don't, and so we try to make it very reasonable, but if you don't want it, I tell people that have cut up lungs. That'll work too. This is just a little more effective and, and civilized. Well, but it, I really it, care. And Dr. Heimlich made me promise, and this was two weeks before I passed away. He made me promise I would get this out there because it wasn't out there when he passed. Because he knew the lies would say. And I promised them, and we did it. People, go to alertjobs.com, stop unnecessary tragedies, keep your family and friends together. That's, now, that's now how, do, how does it work on somebody that's been drinking? Like been if, you've had, if you've been drinking a lot, it's not for drinking. 
that, well, no, that, no, no. What I'm saying is, what if they try to wake themselves up? Would it work? Know, it, honestly, what, it wasn't ever tested for drinking. But uh, but absolutely, I mean, if you're drinking, yeah, it'll do something. But it's not going to make you safe because drinking does more than just right. it's more than drugs. Okay, thank you. It, That's what I wanted to hear. Well, also, system, you know, yes, it does thank a, you. Also, this, this isn't this isn't a preventive to be able to drive after you drink. Okay, thank yeah. you. I wanted to make that clear. Yeah, and, no, and you're is, supposed to hand off your talking. keys to somebody too. You know, it's just well, yeah, absolutely. So be it's safe. A, you are, for the folks oh, that don't. Oh, by the way, what I didn't tell you, it's been honored by the United States Congress. Yes. It's been honored by the California State Senate. He beat you to it's it, then. He read my Congress. mind. It's been honored. It's been honored by the fire departments, police departments. You've seen the fix. Yeah. So I mean, it's not just us, okay? Yeah. Right. And, and right. it's 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 all it's on sets all over the world. Um, deadline, deadline. You know, which is the industry's variety. Yeah. Uh, they did a front page story on exhaustion in the industry, and the journalist put a picture of alert drops in there and recommended it for sets and, and so we you know we do a bunch of i do do a bunch for you know film and tv shows because they're such hard hours teamsters all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. ah. awesome yeah. i love it I alertdrops.com folks yeah and uh you know if uh you have trouble spelling just check the show notes up above or down below depending on where you're watching or listening to us and this is great this is something that you can keep on you you know i i fell asleep driving myself you know hit the guardrail and it's just i hate that feeling you know working long hours trying to drive home i've always had long commutes and you feel yourself falling asleep you open up the window you're blaring the radio you're doing all this stuff because you know you're falling asleep when you you know if if i had something where i could just grab and you know squirt you know it's it's uh it's it's amazing. Absolutely love it. Right. I believe we have. It, a, it, 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 will, it will save your life. Mm-hmm. I believe we actually have a, a short video on alert drops with a testimonial that starts it. Let me uh, hold on. Let me pull it up. See, this is what happens. Moment of well, silence. Well, because, this is when we need the yeah. alert drops, folks. <laughs> it's because I couldn't get the video. I have to hold on. Okay, everybody. Everybody. Michael. <laughs> Here we go. Where's the volume? Yeah, where's the volume? Hold on. There oh, we go. There we so go. There fired. we go. There we go. The alert drops came about from my own experience. I fell asleep at the wheel and ended up bouncing around the desert. I was, I was lucky I didn't kill myself. I called my uncle, Dr. Heimlich, who invented the Heimlich Maneuver. He told me to cut up lemons, keep them in the car, and if I ever started to feel drowsy, to bite into it hard. And the citric acid with the sour lemon would hit the lingual nerve on top of the tongue, and the automatic reflex reaction of the body is adrenaline. You're up. What if we took the right amount of citric acid and combined it with the right amount of sour lemon water? And what if we created like a spray drop? And what if we just sprayed it right on top of the tongue to hit that lingual nerve? And he said, Anson, absolutely do it. One simple spray on the tongue and boop, you're up, you're alert, no caffeine, no stimulants, nothing in your system, and your life will be saved. I'm proud to say that Alert Drops has been honored by the United States Congress, by the California State Senate, by the City of Los Angeles, and supported by the Los Angeles Fire Department and Police Department. Alert Drops will protect your family. They'll protect your friends. They'll protect innocent people from from being killed or tragically hurt. Like Dr. Heimlich told me, he said, Anson, get this out to everybody. It will save more lives oh than God. the Heimlich Maneuver. And the reason we hey want everybody, to- Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Artie Hoffman. I'm so glad you Hold guys- on. Sorry, I started playing another video. Sorry about Why that. Why are you playing more videos? Oh, it was automatically no, it, playing. You were promoted last week to the gorilla, back to the monkey. Okay, I, I, I will take that. <laughs> Um, the reason we wanted to reiterate and show that again is because it is a, a very serious thing. And 
I a, do a it. Very, a very simple product. I do it. We just drove yeah. 12 hours home from Virginia. Right. I could use that. Right. I mean. Well, yes, you could have. Yes, you yes. could have. I, I, I can pretty much, really. I can pretty much yes. guarantee that the three of us will probably be ordering some tonight. Oh, totally, yeah. <laughs> um, it, no, it's 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 it it works, it works, and it's just. But that's Dr. Heimlich. He, he, I would have never. By the way, MIT has had studies on this 50 years ago. It's old science, guys. It's not anything new. We just made a better scooter. But Dr. Heimlich knew all about it. He just knew how the body works. Right. That's all. All I did. I, I was just entrepreneurial, thinking, well, gosh, if we had, wouldn't that wouldn't that work? Right. You, you made it. Right. That's all. You made it extremely simple for somebody. Yeah. You know. Simple. You know. You, you know, cut thing is, is all these well, yeah. products. I mean, think there. about it. Who the fuck is going to cut up lemons and carry them around with them? Well, well even even saying. if you do, I they rot. You don't have to. Yeah. But, and this is better too. It's right on. It's done. But what gets me is, you know, how many billions of dollars are made a year with phony exhaustion products? Mm-hmm. Billions. Of dollars made on phony oh energy oh and it's every one of every single one of them is phony 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 you know and a lot of them by the way the FDA tried to get off the shelf but they've already made billions of dollars too late they have so many lawyers in Washington they can't get it off the shelf it's just it's just too expensive so what I'm saying is this very simple little product honestly it's the only thing that works the only thing that works instantly and safely you know no pharmaceutical drugs none of that crap literally literally it's a high-powered level you know? and you mentioned drinking coffee Coffee. The thing is, you know, you drink too much caffeine, your body gets used to it, you know? Yeah, and your sleep pattern goes haywire. And you, you, gotta, fucking, you gotta fucking pee all the time. Yeah. <laughs> That's just called getting old, Jeff. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> what? What? I, w- I, w- I wouldn't know. I would not. Yeah, yeah, sure. You're older than I am. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go buy a bolo tie? <laughs> I got one, see? <laughs> It's a callback, everybody, off the air. Right. Yes, yes, it was. Leo, uh, uh, Jeff said your picture, Leo, when you stepped away from. Oh, Jeff got a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what picture? The your your new profile picture. He said you look like you belong wearing like a, a bolo tie. Oh. Oh. And Anson goes, no, nah, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see so. it. I see. It looks like marijuana plants behind me. I don't. I needed a break. Yeah. Actually, there was a question that the American so one. Uh, the American one was asking, uh, did they call uh, your character Potsy because he was supposed to be a secret pothead? They should have worked that into the show. Excuse me, it was 1974. All right. Um, actually, the character, the character was um, that'll be in the reboot. So the character um, um, actually was um, a friend of Gary Marshall's wife, was nicknamed that in high school. And, he, and if you notice, when he did this, when Gary did his characters, it'd be Richie, Potsy, Fonzie, Joni. There was yep. a rhythm to it. So Potsy, yeah. right? So um, yeah, so it fit his rhythm, you know. So nice. there you go. Good question. Yeah. So, but I know we are getting close on time. Um, so. Yes, we are. You know, yeah, you know, you're, I'm gonna have to call my union. It's like really good, you know. Come, we're gonna have to double scale here. Come on. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we went six minutes past. <laughs> yeah, well, get over it. I mean, generally we run an hour to an hour and twenty, but that's all depending on the, on the guest. And most guests are like an hour because I want to go eat dinner and I got more, you know, other stuff to take care of. So, but, uh, yeah. you know, well, Leo... that's what happens when you have no career. Right, so, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say, uh, uh, yell out there or, or talk about before we uh, Agents get close mad. off the show? 
no, just got, but honestly, guys, you guys are great. Thank you for having me on. And really, thank you for, really thank you for promoting Alert Drops. Um, that's important because, you know, if, if one person is watching the show today that takes this, you might be surprised how many gener future generations will be here because of your, this one show. Right. So God bless you for that. And everyone out there, you know, everyone out there, you know, you know, the human spirit's amazing. You are what you think you are. We're going to get out of this stuff. We're, we're going to move forward. You know, look at the best. Don't look at the worst. You know, be, be, be humble, be gracious, be appreciative of what you do have. Really embrace it. Embrace it. Don't let it go. And if you have a feeling in you that, that moves you forward, don't listen to anybody's stuff. Those are the people that win. Those are the right. people that climb and move mountains. Right. So anyway, God bless, guys. Stay safe. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. It was, it's been a pleasure. Yeah. Um, just do us a favor. When he closes the show, don't go anywhere. Just okay. give us two more minutes if you don't mind. So, Leo, Leo, yep. do you think okay. real quick? Uh, I want to remind everybody, definitely check the show notes up above or down below, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. My name is Leo Pond. I'm the monkey behind the keyboard. And, uh, you know, I run a little thing called the Dorkening Podcast Network. Just about 40 shows on a network. A lot of awesome people doing a lot of awesome stuff. Uh, Anson, where do you like fans interacting with you on social media? Oh, uh, where can they interact? I'm really bad on that. Like face, Facebook, for sure. Okay. Sounds good, and I it's actually open. it's open to the public. Sounds good. I got that in the uh, in the show notes, and uh, Jeffrey up above or down below. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, just go to stilltalking.com. You'll find out everything you need. You know, I'm Jeff. It's oh. been a pleasure. Yeah. Benjamin. Wow, he must be really hungry, dude, because he kept that to like he did. 15 seconds. Did you notice that? Oh yeah. It was like 15 seconds, but. First, I want to thank our amazing guest, Anson, for being here tonight, uh, taking us through his happy days. Uh, but most importantly, alert drops, you know, can save lives. To uh, veterans and first responders, we want to thank you for being here.